Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the 2019 Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast, powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance, located in Niles, Ohio. Welcome back to year two of the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football program show. Um, Coach Perry addressed it last season mid-form that he didn't want it called the Coach Perry Show. He was like, it's too much. He wanted all the emphasis focused on the kids in the program. So we're just going to call it the Niles McKinley Red Dragons podcast and uh, move on from there. And a big out shout-out to Brandon Miller, State Farm Insurance, Home Auto Life. Um, he'll be uh, the sponsor uh, for this season as we head into year two of his program here as the head coach of the Niles McKinley Red Dragons and also year two of the podcast. Um, coach Perry, um, I know a couple, well, I mean, we know a few people. I know everyone was asking, you know, when's a podcast, when podcast coming. Um, you enter year two. Um, last year, uh, you know, you guys won out your last three. And this year, the, that, the last team you played in the Howland Tigers, a team you won 28-6, to six, you defeated in Howland. Now they're the first team on the schedule August 29th. Um, can you believe it's that quick? You're already back in transition, and basically the last team you face, more or less, uh, will be the first team you face in 2019. Yeah, well, let me crank you here a little bit, about this. So they, they started off our winning streak, and then we had uh, Jefferson and Edgewood. So we played them in week eight last year. But uh, to your question, like, in some ways, you know, that, that whole long off season. Uh, seem like an eternity. In other ways, uh, you know, it's hard to believe that it's here and we're already into two-day sessions. So, uh, uh, you know, we did a lot of soul searching over the, over the winter, and we, we're excited to be back at it. Nice. Now, from year one to year two, and I think we talked about it a little last season as we went through the year. Um, things you picked up on that you said, hey, maybe I, you know, I shouldn't have done this, or things you're like, hey, I'm glad I did this. I can build off it on year two. Um, what are some of those things that you knew? Or might have been no good, and what are some of those things that you you're glad you implemented last year that you can build off of? Yeah, so we spent the the off season really doing, like I said, a lot of soul searching there and trying to identify our weaknesses and our strengths. But really, you want to identify those weaknesses and where can you get better. Um, so we really felt like going into this year with so many, you know, we have a lot of kids coming back both starters and letter winners. Uh, I think we got eight on both sides of the ball starters, and you had picture day the other day, 23 letter winners. So uh, we felt with that amount of kids that are in the mix that we need to have great competition. Uh, so we've placed a big emphasis on that. We do a drill. I think if you've been around town, seen our kids with Irene and wondered what that was on the back of their shirt. It's a big competition drill. We had our first Irene this morning, uh, which I thought the kids really got after it. Uh, but then the other thing is uh, an emphasis on uh, strength and conditioning. Obviously, the winner takes care of the strength, but we're continuing. You know, we're going to be lifting here in about 20 minutes. Um, and then uh, really felt like we were about three, four weeks into the season before we were conditioned properly, and that's a coaching error. So uh, we've implemented some more physical uh, demands on the players, uh, trying to get them ready so that when we run out of the tunnel on the 29th, uh, we're in tip-top shape. Now, and for you, I mean, you talked about 23 returning lettermen, um, you know, eight starters. Um, who are some of the guys that you're looking for, you know, 
this year to kind of step up into those leadership roles on either side of the football. Yeah, well, you just need the nail on the head. We're looking for guys to step <laughs> up. That, that That's really what we're looking for. From a player's standpoint, you know, got a lot of kids back on the offensive line. Probably got six or seven kids that started one game or another. That's pretty rare. You know, a lot of that was due to injuries and stuff, but uh, we're excited that we have that many kids, you know, back up front. So anytime we feel like if you got a good offensive line, defensive line, you got a chance on the back end. Uh, but, you know, from a leadership standpoint, you typically, you know, the seniors, and then they're, they're trying and they're getting better at it, but the kid that emerged out of our camp, which I think we'll talk about maybe later, uh, was Zach Leonard. And we just felt at the what he was able to do there as a leader, and we just saw the qualities we were looking for. And as a coaching staff, uh, we just felt it was imperative to name him a captain right away. So at this point in time, we have one captain, and I told the guys, uh, we at least got a guy that can call heads or tails for a <laughs> coin toss. If he's by himself, uh, that's disappointing, but we'll live with that. If we get other leaders to step up and emerge, then hopefully uh, we have you know uh, a couple more guys out there with him, uh, and we have multiple captains. Awesome stuff. Once again, you're listening to the 2019 Niles McKinley Red Dragons podcast powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance, located here in Niles, Ohio. Um, Coach Perry, for you, when you look at this team, you know, you guys, I think you, they called it Camp Ravenna last year, and, or, and it's the old Ravenna Arsenal. You guys went last week, and it's Camp Garfield now. And uh, I know last year it was a seemed like a pretty emotional, soul-searching almost experience for you guys and the team. Um, what was this experience like this, you know, last week? Yeah, well, we doubled down. So last year we went for one night, and this year we asked, can we come for two? And uh, they accommodated that. And, uh, again, uh, you know, somebody might ask, why would you do that? You know, I would say it's maybe the most important thing we do in the off offseason. Uh, it's hard. The kids will tell you it's physically hard. It's mentally hard. It's a coming-together moment for the kids. They really bond. Uh, you know, in today's day and age, I think a couple of them, we were ready to send them in for withdrawal symptoms, but no digital devices. Uh, so to get just to that alone, get a group of teenagers and put the phones down and, and, and get to know each other, and, uh, you know, th- th- it's just so impactful. Uh, we do a thing with our seniors uh, every year uh, where they get up and they tell us their why. And uh, we always say the why will usually make you cry. And uh, they talk about why they're doing this. You know, football's a demanding sport. Why are you sacrificing so much and, and what it is? And, and we always say that we'll keep that between ourselves of what those kids talk about. But I can tell you a major theme is brotherhood. They love to be with the other guys. They're making those relationships that will last, like us old-timers know, uh, for the rest of their lives. And uh, uh, to go to Camp Garfield and in that environment, it brings that part of this thing together uh, better than any other thing that I can think of that, that we try to do. So uh, really good stuff out there, really challenging couple days. I know I came home. I don't think I've ever been as tired in my life. And I didn't do anything. You know, I sat around and uh, the kids did all the work. But just a tremendous opportunity. And uh, I'm going to give a shout-out, too, to uh, Sergeant Troy Brown from uh, our local recruiting office. He's the guy that uh, that helps us there. And then uh, Sergeant uh, Scott Fredericks drives up each year from uh, Fort Knox, Kentucky, and uh, and really, really organizes the camp for us. So uh, these, these guys that we know the sacrifice soldiers do, but that didn't go above and beyond. Sergeant Fredericks takes leave time to come out and run that camp for us. So uh, the good news is he's retiring in October. He's moving closer home, and we hope to have him closer to the program as we move forward. Excellent stuff. Now, 
Now we talked a little bit about this, this you know, prior to going on live. Just you know, you getting this team acclimated to year two, and you know the guys stepping up. You mentioned the weight room. Um, who are some of the strongest uh, Red Dragons when they're uh, in there pumping iron? Well, I'll just compliment all our kids because if you take our numbers last year where we were to this year, uh, we're off the charts stronger. So we're hoping that really pay, paves the way. Uh, but it starts with those senior linemen. You know, you have a kid like Adam McGinnis. Uh, he's 6'5", 315, and uh, the number I always use is the power clean bow. I think that's the most important lift in football. You know, uh, some of those guys, Sean Weiss, Aaron Klein, McGinnis, they're power cleaning uh, 260, 270 pounds. So, uh, you know, that basically means you could take another guy who's 270, pick him up, and throw him on his back. So, uh, you know, those guys up front. But, you know, even a lot of our school guys are now power cleaning over 200 pounds. Uh, we had 20-some guys that were able to power clean over 200 pounds. Last year, I think we might add 13. So, uh, wow, you know, this, just the development of the strength and the kids working hard and, uh, uh, you know, learning how to do the lifts was a big part of it and what we expected out of them. So happy with uh, with the strength that we've come into this season with. And then last year, I mean, uh, Robbie Savin was a big part of the offense, uh, focal point of that running game. Um, as you know, Zach Leonard emerges the quarterback and the quarterback of the future. Uh, you know this offense this year. I mean, uh, does the focal point change? More passing offense or just the typical RPO? Yeah, um, we like to pride ourselves that we feel we can do whatever we need to with the offense. That's a key component of designing an offense. Uh, I don't think there's any question with with where Zach, how he's developed in a year's time, that yeah, the ball's probably going to be in the air a little bit more. Uh, the running back situation, you know, Rob's a kid that uh, he doesn't come around every day. So there's not going to be a plug-and-play for him. We do feel we have different backs, uh, different styles that really can give some teams some fits. In some ways, we feel maybe we got a dimension this year that we didn't have last year um, with a couple of those guys. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely going to look different because, uh, uh, you know, when you needed a yard and uh, 28 was back there, that was a pretty easy decision. Now, uh, <laughs> now. You know, we'll have to rely on some different things to uh, keep the defense on its heels. Exactly. Now, now everyone's going to listen to the show. Moms and dads, players are going to listen in. And, and Coach Perry mentioned earlier in the program that he's he wants more leaders. So we kind of talked about Zach Leonard. He's the quarterback on the offensive side. Um, who's that guy? Maybe maybe like some fires right now, Coach Perry, on uh, some of those guys on the defensive side of the ball that say, hey, man, this is your time to rise up and get this defense ready for 2019. Yeah, well, let's go Let's go on three levels. We'll go up, up front on the defensive line, and we'll look at our linebacking core, and then in the back end. So um, I'd say two guys up on the, on the front, uh, Sean Weiss and Aaron Klein. They're, they're, they're both seniors. I think I mentioned them in the weight room. And I really do think the weight room, that, that starts your leadership process there. Really strong kids, and, and I've challenged both of them. They're just not inherently vocal guys, and there's nothing wrong with that. But we're trying to push them out. You know, bring a guy with you. You know, they they lead tremendously by their work ethic. But we we want them to kind of step up as far as that goes. Linebacking side of it, uh, David Mays. He's he's played. He's our inside linebacker. Uh, he's he's a guy that uh, you instantly walk out here. He, he looks like a middle linebacker. I love watching Dave. Play. And uh, he, he plays hard, and uh, he's done a nice job. He's had a real nice summer for us in that regard. And then on the back end, uh, the guy who's really vocal. In fact, to the point where we, and in Camp Garfield, we uh, we called him Muzzle. We told him he wasn't allowed to talk because he's already got that figured out. Try to find a way to lead in different ways. But that's Kyle Lunger, and, and Kyle's a guy as you remember, Bo, last year. He's an effort guy. 
uh, found himself around the ball a lot with his effort. But he's really taken on a leadership role in that secondary. And, and uh, like I said, we had to shut him up so other guys could <laughs> learn because he, he was doing all the work for everybody else. And another kid that's kind of emerged as a leader there is Joe Gallo. And uh, Joe played linebacker for us last year. We moved him back to safety. And uh, he's going to work maybe a little bit of linebacker and some nickel stuff. But uh, he's another kid. I'm just really proud of, of him emerging as a leader. Awesome stuff. Once again, the 2019 Niles McKinley Red Dragons podcast powered by Brandon Miller Insurance, State Farm Insurance located here in Niles, Ohio. Um, Coach Bear, we're going to let you get back to uh, the rest of practice today, but um, just a couple uh, – we're always going to, I think, end the show this year on um, some off-the-wall stuff, more lighthearted questions just to get the uh, folks out there to listen. What is the one thing that just absolutely sets you into a rage that these players could do? On the field or in yeah. practice. I'm not outside well, the field. I'll tell you, this one kind of mine because I, I kind of lost it yesterday during the film session. <laughs> they have this, uh, this. I don't know who they're imitating, but they got, it's not me. Uh, they still haven't bought that. still not emerged, that imitation of Coach Bray. <laughs> but they got this high-pitched voice that they use, and they talk back and forth to one another. And uh, yesterday in the middle of films, I just lost it. And I said, pretend I'm in this room all the time, and that if you hear, if I hear you say that, you got to run. And then I haven't heard it today. So, uh, but that that's a big one. They 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 got this little. Uh, like I said, I I don't even want to know where this voice is coming from and what is, what's behind it. But it, it's annoying. So they they say this during film session. Well, or? not necessarily. They just do it all the time, and that sometimes it's business, you know. Uh, but even if I'm walking by and there's nothing there in a water break and I hear it. It's just like uh, nails on a chalkboard. So we're trying to cut that from the program altogether. <laughs> so hopefully uh, next time we do the next show, hopefully when we ask you that, uh, we'll reminisce back and hopefully that's uh, some screeching voices that you don't hear. Yeah. But if, if we got that out of there, then, we, then that was a win. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I'm still going to bring back uh, the old alumni to you know get these guys motivated. To uh, that's a great question. I'm glad you brought that up, Bo. So I'm hoping, and I think all our ducks in a row, I, I teased it on social media uh, about two, three weeks ago. But, yeah, we're, we're hoping officially here, like I said, uh, I don't know when we're going to air our podcast here, but in, in the next day or two, um, we're creating something. It's under the umbrella of the Frontliners, but it's called the Niles Football uh, Alumni Association. Uh, and uh, we want to get these guys formally back into the program. We want to get an opportunity to, to let our kids learn from them, be exposed to uh, the greatness that's come before them and the sacrifice before them, and uh, just create opportunities to, to engage those guys and uh, obviously pick their pockets a little bit while we're, while we're doing that as well. But, uh, you know, one thing social media has done, you know, we can talk about the negatives of it, but it has brought our world closer together. And, uh you know, this new thing that came out on Facebook, this Dragon Stride, you've seen a lot more of the positive out there, which is great. So we, we hope that, that this, this kind of adds to that. And uh, uh, in our own way, we want it to, it's uh, uh, sort of a fraternity. We want guys that, that have understood what it was like to be a Red Dragon and uh, have our own group there. And like I said, the biggest thing is that we can, we can get our kids closer to these alumni. So they're an important part of our program. And uh, we talk about it a lot with our kids, and bringing them closer, I think, is I'm just really excited about it. And I, uh, we have a goal. We want 200 guys in the first week to, to sign up, and that's what, what we're shooting for. I know there's thousands of ex-Red Dragons out there, and uh, we want to get at least 200 of them into the program here real quick. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure the way this community is and uh, their loyalty to one another and 
obviously this football team, I don't think that's going to be a hard thing at all. Uh, you can probably actually exceed those numbers uh, probably uh, pretty abundantly. Um, Coach Perry, man, it's year two. Uh, best to you and to these kids. Um, hopefully everyone stays as healthy as they can, and success follows you guys from game to game. And uh, I'm excited for year two. I, I know you got to be excited, those kids. Uh, um, and just a big shout-out to uh, all the moms and the dads, the frontliners, the moms, everybody that puts their hand in the pile, if you will, and the coaches to kind of, you know, bring this uh, community and this football program to where it deserves to be. As we like to say, this was the uh, this was the team that started the tradition of high school football here in the uh, state of Ohio, and uh, hopefully we can get back to that success. Coach Perry, best of luck to you, and uh, we'll hit this back next week. All right, real quick, Bo, you forgot one guy to thank, and that's you. I really appreciate uh, You guys don't know, Bo, you know, Sometimes we get busy with our own lives, but uh, he cuts time out of his time. Uh, just to give you an idea, I think as soon as we're done here, Bo's going to be heading to Canton. Uh, and actually, we you say you're stopping in Akron, talk to some, Man, some college go. players, and then he's off to Canton tonight to cover the Hall of Fame. So, uh, you know, well, the fact that, that we're in the same boat with some of the, the <laughs> Division One colleges and the Pro Football Hall of Fame boat with you, uh, that, that's special to us. So. That's pretty cool. And uh, we get a lot of great feedback from the job you do on this podcast. And, uh, again, thanks for the exposure you bring to our program. Thank you, Coach Perry. And, as always, thanks for listening to the 2019 Niles McKinley Red Dragons podcast powered by Brandon Miller, State Farm Insurance. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.